Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, the boom. Shakalakas, baby. We are the Sports Brew. I am the captain. And we are going old school, friends. This is what we like to refer to as a Can Crushing Tuesday. Although, I don't actually have a can. I have a bottle. And I'm not going to try to crush that on my forehead. That would not end well. <laughs> it does, however, sound like a bad D-stat bet. <laughs> that could be mighty entertaining. But we do have some football fun to get to. We figured we wanted to slide one in there, slide one past the goalie before Thanksgiving, have a little fun, and certainly I got to drop some HTTRs because although, you know, I always have that split role as a Redskins fan and the Packers fan, dude, I was mighty happy to watch the Redskins throttle the pack on Sunday night football. That was good freaking times. Hell yeah, I like that. Anyway, we get, let's get everybody in here because I think we're going to try to make this a, a, a Can Crush and Tuesday power hour. I think we're going to try to do a one segment and through, which is a rare treat here on the Sports Brew. Anywho, so let's go ahead and get everybody in, man. First and foremost, who should we do? Uh, you know what? Let's do it, man. Let's go ahead and get some woo. You ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right. Three brew and fun. Yes, sir, man. Good times, brother. Look at you. And by the way, I like how uh, Rashad Jennings all of a sudden looks like a viable running back again. How about that? <laughs> look, at, look at the Giants, man. So I don't, I, Randy, your uh, fantasy pickup of the week that your wife dropped <laughs> worked, worked out for you. <laughs> Not shabby. Not shabby. But Mark, yeah, no, glad you're in, man. Good to see you on this fine Can't Crushing Tuesday. And I'll tell you, that the thick of the NFC, ra- NFC East race, man, we're going to get on that in a couple of minutes. But like I said, we're going to try to do a Sports Brew Power Hour. So let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece. Let's see, what should we bring Shannon into? Hmm. Let's just go ahead and drop some bombs, man. Because you know, you know, uh, if Andrew Luck doesn't clear that concussion protocol, who's going to be dropping bombs for the Indianapolis Colts? <laughs> On, thir- <laughs> on Thursday night. Emphasis on drop, right? Yeah, yeah. there might be a lot of drops. <laughs> he might be getting dropped for some sacks. Yeah. Not sure. It, it, dude, speaking of drop, I think Roethlisberger has gone 11 <laughs> touchdowns, zero picks the last two games versus Indy. So. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to get pretty brutal. That's okay, man. Hey, look. It's just one game, though. It, one game. One game. Just remember that Chuck Pagano has all the uh, all the confidence in the world <laughs> in Scott Tolzien, right? That's yeah. coach speak for please get better, Andrew Luck. Remember when Mike <laughs> Shanahan was like, oh, no, man. Uh, what did we name the two-headed quarterback monster? Ron Rex, Beckman? Ron Beckman. Yeah, Ron yes. Beckman. Oh, yeah. It was John Beck and Rex Grossman or whatever it was. I have was, all the confidence in the yeah. world in Ron Beckman. Yeah, whatever, guys. <laughs> Whatever. As Sam Jackson would say, get the heck out of my face with that BS, dude. That is a big bunch of junk, man. I've been watching you for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> creepy about <laughs> that. No. Where is Sam? You know what? We could get a better we could get a better quote on Andrew Luck not playing from Chewbacca. <laughs> or also known as Matt Whitfield. <laughs> anyway let's get everybody else in here man just for just for good measure dude just for good measure so that's right let's go get randy up in this junk i'm gonna drop some hypnotize on there because yo brother you need to get a hypnotist up in uh san francisco to i don't hypnotize the york family into actually making some intelligent front office moves (laughs) 
Yeah, like, I don't for, know what to think. for real, dude. I, I don't know what to think at this point. I'm ready for a complete overhaul. At this we got point. screaming Stephen A. Man going off about Chip Kelly. That it's it's a dumpster fire. You're not Cleveland Browns bad, but it's a dumpster fire. Dumpster I don't know. Fire. I mean, at some point, I mean, those, those two teams are going to meet, and maybe not this season, but I mean, still, dude, you never know. The dude, toilet bowl, the baby. toilet bowl. That's what we need, man. That's what we need. We need the San Francisco 49ers versus the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> my, my favorite sign from game day this past week at Western Michigan was bring on the Browns. Mm. We want Cleveland. <laughs> nice. I like By that. By the way, Shannon, I hope you don't hold against me that I picked up uh, Marcus Mariota last week just because he was playing against the Colts. No. No, dude. Not at all. He's had a hell of a month. Oh, yeah. I don't, th- I, don't, I don't think you deserve any hate for that. Not at all. No hate. I was surprised he was out there to begin with. Well, that's because people don't trust him. That's a different issue. People don't trust True. that guy yet. Will that change? Probably. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd be ready to commit to that one yet. That's me though. But anyway, uh, last and uh, perhaps least, or at least defensively, I think we need to go ahead and get <laughs> get, Whit- <laughs> get Whitfield in here. And much like the Packers defense. We're going to go ahead and bring him into a little bit of Clay Aiken because, man, that D was invisible, brother. Scoring. That's what we're. Shannon's like, let me. All the songs you could have brought me into. Oh. You had to bring me. I mean, I would have rather gone Rick Rolled than Rick uh, Clay Aiken. What? what, Uh, You want November Lame? Yeah. We can do that. The Packers, like that. the Packers have come, have taken the November lane from the Giants. The problem, the problem with Rick, <laughs> yes, the problem with Rick rolling the Packers is they give everything up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they give everything up. Did you see Jamison Crowder? Did you see Fat Rob? Did you see Pierre Garcon? Garcon. Oh! I mean, dude. Yes. Fat Rob went beast mode. That whole thing. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry, bro. Like I said, you know, I mean, I, I'm. I, There's bl- not much I can say. No. We were dude. good for the good four and a, um, four and a half quarters. Then Jared Cook fumbles the ball. Oh, dude, no. that was but that was that was mad props to Norman for going peanut oh, yeah. and popping that thing out. But that. yeah, no, look, it's not the Green Bay offense. I mean, no, it, it's, it, it's really not. I mean, when you have okay. to play your safeties as corners, that that's yeah. a problem. The offense is at least respectable. The offense is decent. Granted, the, the run game is not great, but uh, you know Stark's numbers got inflated because the Redskins forgot to cover him on that one screen or whatever it was, where he got you know, a huge gain. I think he got a touchdown on that play, yeah, but he got yeah, um, yeah it, it's it's it, it's the Packers' defense that's going to be their undoing. It's just it it's it's a sad state of affairs, and you know you've seen a lot of articles talking about somebody's got to get fired. Whether that's McCarthy or not, I'm not sure, but. I think realistically, and we've talked a lot about the Packers over the past couple of podcasts, but it's just, it's such a huge surprise that they're at this point. Oddly enough, it's still a very winnable division for them if they can sort that out. Uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, Minnesota has problems. Detroit hasn't pulled away yet. Uh, Detroit will have the opportunity to really put a stamp on that and and pull away in that division if they're good enough to do so. We'll see. Uh, Minnesota whooping up on uh, Carson Palmer, who all of a sudden looks very old. Has anybody checked on Carson this week? Has he gotten out of the ice bucket tub yet? <laughs> Probably not, man. He Probably got not, hit, dude. He got hit in that game twenty-three times. They oh, counted. He got hit. Lowered. Would hit. you want to get out of the ice tub after that? No. No. 
Well, there's seasons really in where's the ice the, tub. Where's the Vicodin it? Vicodin and vodka. Where is it? <laughs> I thought you were gonna go Vi- Vicodin and Viagra. <laughs> 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 I mean, Cardinals fans, you need something to do. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe throw in the third V and give him a Viagra. Yeah, know, why not? At that point, I mean, you know, D- David Johnson, good game. They, you they know, need something hard to stand up. I yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they need they need a leg to stand on, right? Hey. <laughs> uh, anyway, Carson might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a mess, man. I mean, kudos to the Vikings for uh, you know rallying up. You got the uh, return from Cordero Patterson. Obviously, you got the uh, you know the the pick, the hundred plus yard pick six or whatever. Um, they made some pretty money plays. I I don't know how much of that is. I just don't feel like the Cardinals are very good this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it just I I, I mean it's good for Minnesota to get to win. Good for them, but for. I mean, think about what what Arizona looks like this year. Does anybody have any faith in that team? No. I mean, I don't. I mean, other than David Johnson, that dude is legit. And Larry. And Larry Fitzgerald, sure. But, you know, I mean, at some point, I mean, some of the mistakes that Palmer makes, that the rest of that team is not good enough to mask that at this point. They're just not. You know, Xavier Rhodes getting a 100-yard pick six, giving up the 100-plus, the uh, I think it was 104-yard kickoff return touchdown to Cordero Patterson. That's the first time, you know, since 1962 that a team has gotten, a, you know, that exact combo, 100-plus-yard kickoff return and a 100-plus-yard pick six. That's a long time, dude. I mean, I think this is the proverbial stick of fork in Palmer and the Cardinals because, to me, they, they're done, dude. They're done. And at some point, it may become is – you know Carson Palmer done in Arizona. I mean, Lord knows he's apparently he's giving Bruce Arians like heart attacks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So by the way, Bruce, heal up, feel better, and Lord knows you might need to take some time off, bruh. <laughs> take a to take take a time out. It's okay, man. It's okay, but I don't know. Kudos to the Vikings, but you know, still the the just that division. The Bears are terrible. Jay Cutler's done for the year, probably done in Chicago. I would imagine he's done in Chicago. Oh, he's done in Chicago. Has I mean, I, yeah. I mean, he has to be right. Be done. I mean, the team's not good. I mean, it's time to let that guy go. I think the fans. I mean, it, uh, everybody's turned on him anyway. Oh, yeah, you said it. <sighs> really? You said it. I did. It, you're right. Let him go. Let him go. Yes. Can't throw the ball anymore. Not with a torn labrum. <laughs> and yes, I said ball. Oh. I think color needs a break free. <laughs> what? You idiot! <laughs> you said balls. Anyway, uh, there's your fail horn. I can't believe I've got to call up the Green Bay Packers Memorial fail horn this week. Yeah. Oh my god. That's sad times, but uh, oh, oh, incidentally, Mark, 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 uh, a quick, you know, topic jump. But we talked about the Giants and nice setup, getting Chicago, getting Cleveland. Were you a little bit worried at the end there? Were you like, no, nah, Jay's gonna Jay, Cutler's gonna Cutler? <laughs> I, 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 I was pretty confident, but uh, you know, you never know. So, so yeah, yeah, I, I didn't love it. I would have liked to, have, you know, seen him put the game out of reach, but, but nah. I mean, I, I. I have a lot of faith in the defense right now. That's yeah. Sure. So you really wanted to see them break free of the Bears. Shannon, I know it's a power hour. It's not supposed to be a power hour bad song reference. But that was for you, Mark. Anyway. What a weird video. This is a really strange video. 
<laughs> so yeah, Jay Cutler will break free of Chicago. I don't know who's going to sign him. He d- he almost deserves to go to New York. That would be such a disastrous. Oh my that would gosh. be such a disastrous kind of combo. That would be too good. It'd be so bad. It would be too good. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to happen. Hell of a disaster. Piece. I don't know where he's going to go. No, I got to give the Giants defense all the credit. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the much money they spent on that defense, it's living up to what they actually spent on that defense. But, I mean, they spent a ton. They, I mean, you spend that kind of money. You, let me tell you what. There's two teams that whose records probably deserve more gloss than they've gotten. Uh, and I know, the Ravens, I know the Ravens lost to the Cowboys. Okay, I don't think that's... I don't think that's like a really heinous act given the state of Dallas at the moment. But, I, you know, the Ravens, what, Shannon was talking, but we were talking about the Ravens D pre podcast. Uh, that's what she said. Um, we were, there you go, Matt. See, that's how you do it. <laughs> he always needs a lesson. Oh, and uh, Shannon, you got to remind me about the turkey. You got to remember oh, Matt God. and the turkey. But, you know, uh, a couple teams that, that haven't gotten a lot of pub and for different reasons, but the Ravens defense, dude, they were like number one in a bunch of categories. Nothing. Heard nothing about it this year. No, I mean it's it's been very under the radar. Maybe that's because you know they were five and four. You know you, you're not looking at the record a, a ton, but and maybe you don't have a lot of appreciation for that particular division. But uh, you know the Giants are seven and three, dude. Flipping it back to them, they're seven and three. Yeah. I don't hear a ton of people glossing up the Giants right now. It's not right. I don't think so. That's how they like it. But yeah, well, maybe that's better. But uh, some of that is a reflection. Again, one of the things that we said very early, you know, to setting off the show is the NFC East. Man, every team in the NFC East is above five hundred. Every team. That's oh. uh, it's going to set up to be a hell of a finish in the NFC East. Oh yeah. I mean, it's still Dallas's division to lose, but we're going to get a lot of division games late. And, of course, we get the, the, the Thanksgiving to Thursday game. We'll see what the Redskins have for them, you know. But the Giants, deserve, I think they do deserve a little tip of the cap. The defense is coming together. Um, you know, I, I don't love their run game, although Jennings had, a, a, obviously, a, a solid day. Not that Chicago's fantastic. They're 2-8. and eight. They're a mess. But, you know, like we said with Dallas the last week, man, you got to win the games in front of you. You find ways to win. You get it done. And – there are team. There are teams that are bad, like Cleveland Browns. Bad, <laughs> where they find ways to lose. Where they find ways to lose, and then there are teams that don't have great records. But you know, sometimes the matchups, depending on how the you know how the team is built, how they play, etc. Sometimes they they're a tougher out than you might expect. So anyway, it's a good win for the Giants. Uh, Mark, do you have any uh, any kind of takeaways from Giants Bears before we move before we shift gears and move on? I mean, Cleveland's next, so I mean they obviously ought to get a win there. <laughs> Right. Uh, no, I, th- I think you pretty well covered it. I mean, I think it's you know their uh, their defense is 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 you know really impressive right now, and I, I'm yeah. I'm thrilled about it. Um, I, they've certainly got holes. Every team has holes, but uh, I'm you know yeah I'm really excited about what the NFC East is. I think I, I'd, I'd probably pretty much re- reiterate things that we said last week. Yeah. We got a, a brutal final five. So I mean, they definitely you know they they needed they they couldn't afford to lose you know games they should be winning. Right. Bears and next week, um, you know, Cleveland. Um, so, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, love, love and seeing a quality defense back in, back in New York. It's been a little, been a while since they've had, you know, all those pieces. Um, and yeah, like you're saying, obviously they, they, they spent the money, but you know, obviously yep. we all know that, you know, spending the money alone doesn't you know, necessarily grant you a, a great defense nope. at all. Lord um, knows but, I, I, I bear witness to that <laughs> with the Redskins, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, Albert, Albert Hainsworth. Yeah. 
But uh, Landon, Landon Collins, man, he's 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 fun to watch right now. Dude, um, he's balling out, bro. I've seen. I mean, I've seen people uh, throw his name out when you talk about like MVP candidates right. for the quality oh, of play. I mean, that, that's a, that's a pretty bold statement. You know what I mean? But, so I'm excited. We're having fun. Good. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it's going to be a, a very entertaining you know path down the stretch for uh, for everybody in the NFC East. Yeah, man. I, I think that all the division that just. There's there's several divisions where you're like, yeah, dude, I can't wait to see the division races. You know what I mean? I mean, clearly the NFC South. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> NFC East <laughs> and uh, AFC West, I think, are going to be fantastic yeah. uh, down the stretch. Uh, incidentally, Kansas City, what the hell, dude? How do y'all lose a home to the freaking Bucks, bro? That was weird. Yeah. How do you mess did any up? Did anybody take the Bucks and pick them? I don't believe so. Mark? Where's the. I would love to say that I did. There's always, like, every week in Pick'em, like, there's always that one obligatory game where Mark's like, hey, did anybody take so and so to beat so and so? No? And it's always like the. He wants the backhanded high five for doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He always slips one of those in there, man. It's always, it's always pretty funny. You get a backhand, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo this past week to beat Sensi. Anybody? I did. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah. You must have yeah. followed, followed my picks on I did. Uh, at, at D stat for the win. I did. At D stat I mean I was like, yo, I gotta trust this bro. <laughs> I mean, look, I really wanted to take the 49ers upset the Patriots, you know what I'm saying? But uh <laughs> Womp 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 no. <laughs> I think the the one I the, Chip uh, Kelly will not allow it. No. I mean, you know. He will snatch Anywho. defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah, no, it's it's all it's all, it's it's full BSC in San Fran, man. That's that's full butt suck express, full BSC. So, no, I mean, happy I think for a full four quarters out of that team. I'm, yeah, I'm sick of it looking good in the first half and then falling apart in the second. Well, I mean, you know, to me, when you have a good football game, better teams, even if you kind of have, you know, they over the duration of the game, they're going to figure stuff out. They're going to set things up. Um, and then it, game flow, game management, game plan, whatever they get, they're better on the back end of it. You know what I mean? They, they just are. Yep. Um, and I think that's one of the things you see, in particular with Dallas. You know, people will talk sometimes about the struggles of the offense, but they're good at finishing games and closing games out. And Dak's been really good in the fourth quarter, and we'll touch on that. Uh, but the better teams, once you get through a game, and it's, this is one of those things when you talk about the run game, right? In particular, they'll be like, oh, you know, you, you kind of soften them up, you pound on them, pound on them, you soften them up, soften them up, and then, you know, when you can really run on somebody, sometimes you just start running all over them in the fourth, you know, because you've worn them down, you ground them down. Well, I think better teams, over the flow of a game, they set themselves up to pull away or put away in the third and fourth quarter in the second half. And uh, the 49ers definitely aren't one of those teams right now, unless you mean they get put away. <laughs> in the fourth quarter then that part is very true uh incidentally i, d I do want to give uh i don't think we need to talk a lot about patriots 49ers um but I, it's good that tom brady finally got to play a game in san francisco good for him um although it would have been much nicer i mean truthfully it's a shame he didn't get to play at the stick yeah right you know i mean if, if you grow up you know loving the 49ers and all that kind of stuff well, he, he really like, should have gotten a chance to to play a, a pro game there but. eight years ago was when he had the acl injury right yeah, I, we'd have to he, look it up, but he would have played that year, but because he had the uh, injury, he was out. Yeah, I think I think that's the case. Some, uh, 
It's We'd have to double check, check, but, check that, but either way, I mean, this is I mean, obviously a nice thing for him. And you know, one of the things that uh, is very legit, and this is one of the one of the impressions from that game. Thirty to seventeen, you know, Brady, you know, twenty four, forty, two hundred eighty yards, four touchdowns. I actually expected a much bigger game out of Blunt. I mean, he had plenty of yardage for whatever reason. I was expecting Blunt to have several touchdowns, but Brady and his movement in the pocket is one of the real big stories of that game. Uh, when there was pressure, the way he would move, step out of pressure, climb the ladder, whatever expression you want to use, he he was just phenomenal. You know, at moving around, buying time, and then hitting a throw. Uh, that one where he moved around and then kind of lobbed it to Amadola. I think it was Amadola in the end yeah. zone. That was fantastic. And then there was that one big old, I think it was Mitchell. Yeah, Malcolm Mitchell. Uh, Malcolm Mitchell. And, I mean, that was just, I mean, it was a great throw. You know, but just watching this guy, that's pocket presence, pocket awareness, so legitimate, so good. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's funny hearing all the people talk about different teams and you know, the flavor of the month. <laughs> and then it's like the Patriots lay in wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they just are. They so, just are. So you're saying Blunt's performance was like maybe a smoke screen? It could have been. You know, Shannon? A little smoke in the air. Yeah, you know, that that's true. If I can find the right... Uh, oh, here you go. <laughs> By the way, Shannon... Is that what you're looking for? That's the fact, Jack! There you go. Yes, sir. You were correct, Shannon. It was eight years ago when Brady had that injury. Okay. See? <clears throat> yeah, but did they have the 49ers on their schedule that year? Yeah, they would have. Yeah, see, there you go. There it is. So it's nice that he finally got to play there. Again, would have been. I think it would have been great if, it, if he had gotten a chance to play at the stick, but, you know, pff, that's life. So still to go there, get to a W, that's, uh, that's pretty good. So I'll tell you what, man. Let's go ahead and crank through a little more details in a couple of games. We're just dancing around some topics, so that's okay. Um, obviously, uh, we're going to lead off with Redskins-Packers. Salute a clock. Uh, what? Salute a clock? You know what? You're right. We should salute a clock to the Redskins. You're right. Kirk Cousins <laughs> and the Washington Redskins. Mark, thank you, my friend. You are correct, sir. <laughs> good job. Good effort. <laughs> good job. Good effort, man. Uh, actually, I got to give some dap to Shannon. He brought over uh, this Kentucky IPA, which I don't believe I've had before. Really good, man. Uh, it's not... I mean, it's an IPA. It's not particularly hoppy per se. I mean, it is, but it's not like overly hoppy. I like sometimes I like beers with a lot of stank on them. Uh, it's not overly hoppy, but a really good kind of just citrusy IPA. Very good Kentucky IPA, man. That's a good beer. I, where did you get that from? Uh, the store over here that has all the the store over here. I yeah, like that. Has all the different beers. You know that store that has all the different beers. Okay. The gas station, <laughs> the, the shell, the yes. Bonaire shell by my house. The there you Bonaire go. shell with there like a hundred different beers. That's a good beer, dude. It's good. That's tasty, Shannon. What you got, bro? Uh, I'm rocking the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Stout. Mm-hmm. That is some good stuff, Mark. It's the same company that makes the uh, Bourbon Barrel L. Yeah, it's a stout and it's fantastic. That's some tastiness. Hell yeah, Mark. What are you? Uh, what are you knocking back in honor of the uh, the Giants' defense? <laughs> and the Giants' defense, and as I said <laughs> earlier today, is actually the one month uh, from one, the wedding. One uh, one month wedding anniversary. so I am. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm properly double fisting with uh, some. Uh, Hopefully, just the beers. <laughs> <laughs> Black. Oh, nice. Uh, and um, uh, interesting.
interesting beer. Uh, Megan just said she wanted to treat me with. Uh, uh, she said dealer's choice, all right, and I was like, sure. Something, so something called sick day. Actually, uh, I, I told her I was going to take a sick day tomorrow, but she didn't. She said it was not okay. Um, but uh, that's what Mike did a sick day with all that double fisting. <laughs> Doesn't actually say like what kind of beer it is on the beer, but just says uh, like spicy hop and some different things, and it's really good. Really good. Oh, nice. All right. I'm okay. some Colorado brewer. So maybe there's some hash in it. Maybe. A little extra flavor. Nothing wrong with that. No, sir. What? And they don't have a clue. Who? They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line. They're going to double fist for you. What? Anyway. <laughs> Two fists, one cup? I mean, where are we going here? Oh. <laughs> anyway. That's terrible. Damn. Oh, God. Yeah, you'd think we were doing shots of that line of commentary. Mm. <laughs> Let's do it. Speaking of little John, did y'all hear that Chappelle's doing like three specials on Netflix? Yeah. I heard. Nice. Looking forward to that one. That news came out, and Dan Snyder just started dancing right then. And that's there. what. That's really why Dan Snyder was dancing. There you go. That's right. <laughs> I, I love the fact, by the way. I love the fact that Dan Snyder danced around to jump around, got blasted all over Twitter. Dude, he looked terrible. <laughs> he looked as good as Kirk Cousins looked, and as awesome as that was, the camera zoomed in on Dan Snyder dancing around. That was heinous. <laughs> I don't know how much that dude piled away. He clearly was playing some drinking games, hopefully in honor of the sports brew. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. You know who's been playing it too much, though? Who? Kanye West. Kanye West, yeah. Too much of the sports brew drinking. Yeah. That or too much Kardashian. Nobody cares. Kanye West gets the Amy Winehouse. Dedication of the night, which we haven't broken this out in a long time. Been a minute. It's it's been yeah, it's been a lot of minutes. That's for sure. But yeah, rehab, Kanye, whatever you got going on, man. I hope it gets better. Psychotic episodes. I don't know, man. That's nuts. Get that stuff fixed, man. Gotta find a way to shake it off. I mean, y'all are killing me, man. Y'all are killing me. <laughs> this has over a billion and a half views, and we've probably got six hundred million. Dear, uh, you know what? You know who needs to learn to shake it off would be Pence and Trump, man. The cast of Hamilton. <laughs> Let it go, guys. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Those guys I did, I, are maybe so constipated they just need to just let them poop. Oh my uh, god! Incidentally, I do like the uh, I, I do like all the memes that kind of went floating around where it was like, "Oh, something bad happened to you in the theater," you know, and it was like Abraham Lincoln going, uh, "Too soon, bitch, oh, please, bitch, please." <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, it was great, man. That was pretty funny. I need a safe space. I was cracking Good up. old Honest Abe. Yeah. Honest Abe, man. Honest Abe. That guy. New Yorker put out a great cartoon that just you know, showed like ghost Aaron Burr talking to you know, actual Aaron Burr mm-hmm. on the stage saying, hey, he finally took down a political opponent without having to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some funny stuff, dude. I'll definitely say this, man. 
even if you absolutely despise Trump or hate that guy, uh, talking to you, uh, Alec Baldwin, some of the stuff that's been popping, I mean, he's definitely great for like comedic fodder and comedic relief. There is no doubt about that. There was one thing, uh, and Baldwin actually uh, had a tweet for him. So Trump, uh, in response to something with SNL, said, uh, I watched parts of uh, at NBC SNL Saturday Night Live last night. It is totally one si- It is a totally one-sided bias show. Nothing funny at all. Equal time for us? Question mark. And uh, Alec Baldwin responded, "Equal time. Election is over. There is no more equal time. Now you try to be president plus people respond. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Fairly accurate. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens down the road. But anyway, I thought that was pretty. The the Hamilton thing was so. This whole week." The Hamilton thing was just ridiculous, it, dude. You know what? The butt but, hurt alert. Is you know going what? Around. That is that's a legitimate butt hurt alert. Yeah. Well, well said, Shannon. Thank you. Well said. Butt hurt alert, man. There's, you, there's too much of it going on in the country right now, man. We have like legit crises, and you're worried about the cast of Hamilton making some commentary, uh, seriously, dude. I mean, come on. Go to freaking North Dakota and help those folks out. Seriously. Yeah. Crazy stuff. All the bus accident. And, Tennessee or whatever. That's horrible. Where's Sam Jackson? Where is Sam Jackson? It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. What? <laughs> Sam Jackson. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Can't even get that right, man. God bless. Anyway. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Let's steer this back towards football before we go on please. soundbite. May- yes. yes, please. Soundbite mayhem. Uh, so Redskins Packers, 42-24, final score on that. And, you know, that the final score makes it feel like it's a total thrashing and really the end of the game, and the Redskins, like, just pwned them all over the place. Uh, again, every NFC, every team in the NFC East is above 500. That's huge. Um, but really the story of this game is two things. A, uh, how bad the Packers' defense is is certainly part of that, but it's uh, how the Redskins, you know, um, stayed in the game, managed the game, and then really put them away late. I thought that that was a critical accomplishment. Again, I know the caveat is the Packers' defense is a bag of crap. Matt knows it. I know it. Anybody watching the NFL knows the uh, you know the Packers defense is garbage. All right, there's a lot of reasons for that. Injuries are a part of that. Loss of players clearly a huge issue there. Lack of depth is a part of that. There's a lot of reasons for it. But the reality is their defense sucks. Their defense sucks. But the other thing that's really important here. How it, much do they suck? They suck a lot. You know, <laughs> zero point zero. If they had a rating, they would be butthurt alert and BSE, man. <laughs> I did love the fact, oh my God. Uh, do you guys remember the sound guy getting crushed? <laughs> I think it was, the, it was when the Vikings ran out of the tunnel and the sound guy got blown up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Daily Snark had, a, had, a, had, a, had an article that said, report the Packers signed the Fox sound guy to a two-year, $4 million deal. <laughs> Wow. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Their defense sucks ass, dude. All right. Again, that's part of it. It it is one of those years, man. That's part of it. But the other thing is really watching the maturation of Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, Kirk Cousins, the player, and Ryan Baldwin, this whole season is dedicated to you. (laughs) You know. um, Uh, Are you going to break out the song? Which song? SDM. SDM. What are you talking about? The freaking ball. The oh, 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 no, I'm not breaking that song out yet. No, no, no. no. We, I had totally forgotten about that. I had totally forgotten about that, man. I cannot believe I forgot about that. Son of a bitch. What the hell, man? Give me a drink. 
can't yeah, give me a drink. You haven't broken that one out. In no, way. I haven't. We haven't cranked up any Nathaniel Rateliff in the night sweats in a while, but that's good times right there. Matter of fact, I need a drink. Everybody listening, take a drink. Take a drink. I'm almost out of beer, dude. This is a criminal offense. Too, I need, n- need another one of these Kentucky IPAs, man. Uh, anyway, all right, back to the game, back to the game, man. But part of it is really the maturation of the offense, the maturation of a quarterback over, you know, the obviously from last year to this year. Uh, I'm happy to see it. I don't know how good. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is elite. We you still got to finish the season. Um but some of the plays that he makes uh, and and certainly having a good deep ball in a particularly windy environment. I mean, they missed two extra points in that game. And wow. Lord knows, dude, extra point. They were blowing extra points all over the damn, all over the place in the NFL this weekend. <laughs> what in the hell, dude? It what did was, they miss? How many how many extra points did they miss this weekend? 13? Uh, 11 or 12. Well, it was 11 going into the Packers 12. Redskins game. So they set the record this weekend. It was 12. Right? Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. I mean, it's atrocious. Atrocious. But one of the plays, and I think this is a prime example of the maturation of Cousins, it's early on in the game. And if you watch a, a replay of it, it's how Cousins reads the defense and works his way to Deshaun Jackson for the touchdown. Okay? That was his third read. That wasn't his first, not his that was his third read. And you can see him scan the field. Now, granted, he's got you know, the the offensive line did a good job keeping him upright. But that was that was an excellent, you know, display of the West Coast offense in effect and him reading the defense and then sticking the ball where it needed to go. Money money throw, money catch, seventeen yard touchdown. That was when he went up seven seven to nothing. Okay. But that was a good example of that. And, you know, Cousins for whatever issues he has, and he's not perfect, but I think he's the right guy for that team, for Jay Gruden. You know what I mean? We have the, uh, obviously, you like that, and we have the, ooh-wee, which I don't think, hopefully has a much shorter shelf life than you like that. <laughs> you know, hopefully. Uh, hopefully. And, you know, again, the Packers had some offense in this game, and some of that, the the flip side is the, you know, we talked about the Packers defense sucking some butt. Redskins defense had some made some mistakes as well. Okay, they did. But, you know, I think what's really important to appreciate in the context here, if we go through this game and you look at the third quarter, Redskins have a lead. It's third and 11 around midfield. Cousins drops back and just air raids out a touchdown to Jamison Crowder. That was a 44-yard, uh, 44-yard uh, you know, pass on that one. And, of course, that was their failed two-point conversion for a 22-10 uh, Redskins lead. In the fourth quarter, it's 22-17 Redskins, second and five on the 30. Cousins drops back and just uncorks a bomb to Pierre Garçon, who, look, dude, you know, I like Garçon, but I don't – how many people look at Pierre Garçon as a deep threat? <laughs> I mean, really? Wasn't he a deep threat in Indy? With Indy, yeah, I, I think yeah, so. when he was like a rookie and had Peyton thrown to him. But, I mean, in, in D.C., other than maybe a, a, a little chunk of time with Griffin – and some of that was just how the offense kind of went. He had a lot of big plays, but I don't think you look at Garcon as a deep guy at the moment. But he he sure got that one there. Boom, touchdown, man, 29-17. Late fourth quarter, 29-24, Redskins. About 6.50 left in the game, third and two from the 42. And I actually really liked this call. And this is obviously it worked. Hindsight's 20-20. Yeah, 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 I get all that crap. Uh, Fat Rob just misses getting the first down. And, and the Skins went for it, dude. It went for it on fourth and inches. Cousins got the quarterback sneak. That was a gutsy call. That was a that was a pretty that was a bold thing to do. And you know, we talk about teams that you know puss out. 
and we, it's the old go for the win, go for the win, go for. Well, they went for it. You know, they went for it. And after they after quarter after Cousins got that quarterback sneak, got that first down, and a few few moments later, you know, Cousins bombed out to Jamison Crowder again, fifty three yard uh, fifty three yard pass play. And Crowder just flat out abused the linebacker that was on him in coverage, man. That was a great mismatch. Uh, set Fat Rob up for a goal line touchdown, 35-24. Packers weren't done yet. Rodgers hit Cook, and this is where Josh Norman rocked the peanut punch out, calls the fumble, and, and Skins got it, and then Fat Rob broke off a 66-yard uh, run, excuse me, uh, and then he finished the drive off with a four-yard touchdown. It was a 42-24 Skins lead at that point. That was a solid way to finish that game. And the defense made some plays late. The uh, you know Norman getting that that peanut punch out was huge, or as Matt would say, huge. That was a big play. Huge. Yeah, huge. That 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 was great to see. You know, so we got Dan Snyder's ugly celebratory dance. That was awful. Uh, but one thing that was really fantastic, I think, <laughs> you know, Cousins has a knack for getting a couple of good sound bites in. And if you didn't see the post game, uh, Cousins goes up to Scott McLuhan and just drops a "How do you like me now?" How do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> I thought it was great, dude. I mean, he should have walked up and just said, "Show me the money." You know that? Yeah, I mean, Tidwell. Yeah, he totally could have yeah, done he that too. Gone full Tidwell. Yeah, he could have gone full Tidwell because I mean, dude. Now, there was a time. Yeah, it's legit. Kirk Cousins, unless he totally blows the back end of this year, he has made himself a hell of a lot of money. A hell of a lot of money. And here's the thing, man. You know, for, if you're anti-Kirk Cousins, you don't want to pay him. Understand this. It's not just what he is currently. And I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league. I'm not saying he's a top five quarterback in the league. But he is a very good quarterback. He, he obviously had some issues with interceptions before. I understand all that. I'm not saying he's perfect. They have a lot of good skill position players in, in D.C. Okay, they do. But he is good enough. I feel like it's a Stuart Smalley segment. Gosh darn it, I'm good enough. Smart enough. <laughs> I'm and smart enough. gone it, people like me. <laughs> people like me. You know, this is a guy that works his ass off. Um, that had look, he was under recruited coming out of high school. He didn't get a, a ton of love coming out of Michigan State. You know, he's gotten written off multiple times. So he he's had to overcome over and over and over and over and over. Okay, in his career as a football player, all right, he works his butt off. And there's something about that kind of mentality. He's a good quarterback, all right, and he's good for that team. So you're not only losing who he is as a player. You then have to replace him. And given the crap show that quarterbacking has been for the Redskins for a long time, you know, ask ask Cleveland if they would like to have a quarterback. Ask Cleveland how that tastes. The reason I ask you that, Shannon and I, we were eating some chips and salsa pre-podcast, watching a little, you know, random NFL, I think it was NFL primetime or something. And they had, they had a stat for the most wins by a quarterback at the Brown Stadium since 1999. Anyone anybody want to guess who has the most wins by a quarterback in in Cleveland since 1999? Just throw a name out. Derek Anderson. Tied. Tied for the most wins with 10. McCown? Nope. No. You want a hint? McCoy? He doesn't play for the Browns. 
Yeah, that's what I was figuring. <laughs> but they should have drafted him way back when. That's right. Ben Roethlisberger has 10 wins in Cleveland since 1999. <laughs> 10. Derek Anderson has 10. Tim Couch has wow. 8. And Joe Flacco brings up the rear of that list with 7. That's hilarious. You have two quarterbacks that don't even play for your team. <laughs> in the in the top four, top most wins by a quarterback in Cleveland since ni- 17 years. That is a massive bag of suck ass. You know what I'm saying? So like, sure that deserves a fail horn. That that's a that's a pretty atrocious fail horn. Okay, that's ugly. So you know when you don't have a quarterback and you can't find a quarterback, you know what I mean. You live in that land. Okay, that that's pretty bad. But you don't want to be there. Okay, and the Redskins have turned and burned through a ton of bodies. They they spent a lot for Griffin, who I thought was going to be the guy. And a lot of people, uh, certainly, <laughs> I think a lot of people did. All right, injuries derailed him. And, attitude, and ego really got in his way, too. Well, the Shanahans were always a believer in uh, Cousins. And they, you know what? Yeah, uh, for as much hate as people want to give Mike Shanahan, I tell you what, man. Um, he got Kirk Cousins right. He did. He got Kirk Cousins right. He gave that team a backup plan, and uh, unfortunately, Griffin had injury issues, and obviously, the flash in the pan that was that rookie season when it looked like it would be an ascension to quarterbacking fantasticness. I mean, that went down in flames, but Cousins, dude, dap for that guy. Dap for that guy. Because he's, he's, he's had to work for it. He's had to fight for it, and you know, I I don't know what they're gonna have to pay him, uh, but they're gonna have to pay him. Twenty two. I'm hoping that he's not gonna stick him for every single dollar because obviously you want to keep a team around him. The flip side is understand this for people that don't un- that don't realize the associations. Uh, Scott McLuhan had a hand in Seattle, had a hand in San Francisco, helping build those teams out. When San Francisco, not not the current San Francisco 49ers, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, no, not, the current. <laughs> not the current team, but when they, when they were no. on their way up, he had a hand in that. I'm not saying he was solely responsible, but he had a hand in that. He had a hand in building the Seattle Seahawks into what they are. Not solely responsible, but had a hand in that. All right? He's got a track record of GM success. And I think the best thing that Dan Snyder has ever done as the owner of the Washington Redskins, short other than getting Joe Gibbs to somehow come out of retirement to give some taste of decency and respect to that organization, okay, was bringing in Scott McLuhan to be the GM. That was the best thing that guy has done for the organization. Joe Gibbs and Scott McLuhan. Those two moves, bar none, and he, you know, and and he had too much BS still going on with Joe, but McLuhan, for what he has done, and I think the direction of the franchise, massive, massive. Okay, so kudos, man. That's a good win. Uh, and Kirk Cousins, brother, you're gonna get paid because they cannot. I can't imagine a scenario where they don't pay that guy. And they roll the dice on trying to find another quarterback. Let me let me tell you this. All right. 
Do you know how much a ticket costs to go see the Cleveland Browns? Hey, Mark, do you want to guess how much a ticket to the Browns-Giants game is on StubHub? Uh, I'm going to say you can probably get some for $15. Eight dollars. Eight. Eight wow. bucks. The Bengals yep. game, starting at $10. The Chargers game, starting at 6 It's rough. That's, that's Chargers sad. game is Christmas Eve if you want a uh, <laughs> Christmas present. Yeah, if you want to give some Christmas presents out, man. <laughs> and Browns. Instead of cold this year, give them Browns tickets. Get, yeah. You get, you get Browns tickets in your <laughs> stocking. Wow. Hold on. What? I got something for you. What's Shannon trying to do here? What are you looking for? Oh, he's going to go a little mystical. A little brown down the tank. Nice. <laughs> Some brown down the tank. Yeah, that's a lot of brown down the tank. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just saying. Just remember, Big Ben Roethlisberger, ten wins in Cleveland since 1999, is tied for the most wins there. Well, you know, that's a phew, that's the land you live in when you don't have a quarterback. And granted, they have a dysfunctional organization. Maybe they're going to rebuild that thing out. I don't know. Believe land. Look, look at look at the Raiders with Carr and obviously McKenzie. That's another thing where you get a quarterback and Cooper. I mean, they've made some some good moves. And you have to give kudos to Reggie McKenzie. By the way, Matt, we joked around about this, but it's a shame. I think we'd both rather have Reggie McKenzie running the Packers than Ted Thompson at this point. Know what I mean? <laughs> Any day of the week. Any day of the week. So, tough sledding. So, Justin, you want some yeah. interesting numbers to prove that Cousins definitely needs to get paid? Uh, give me the scoop, man. Well, if he's if he continues on the pace that he's on right now, he's going to pass for almost 5,000 yards. Whew. That's a lot of uh, yardage, bro. Yeah, and he's and that will be a single season record, which he had from last year when he did four thousand one hundred sixty six. That's a pretty nice improvement. Yeah, that's but legit. Not only that, if he actually surpasses five thousand yards, which it's quite possible given Very the way doable. he's been slinging that thing lately. Very doable. There's only been five quarterbacks in league history to have five thousand yard seasons. Can we name them all? Peyton Manning, Warner, Dan Warren. Marino. Tom Brady, Drew yep. Brees. Yep, one more. Brett Favre. No. Mm-mm. No. Well, who are we missing? We got wait, Manning, Brady, Favre. I mean, someone no. who lost his top receiver to retirement this year. Lorenzen. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, Manning, it's, it's, Brady, Brees? It's not Andy Dalton. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I said lost his top receiver to retirement this year. Who retired this year before the season started? Oh, Stafford. Oh, yep. yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Breeze has done it four times. The rest of them have only done it once. But he would be – that's some pretty impressive company. I can't believe be Colin Kaepernick's not on that list. <laughs> Doubt he would ever – Hey, I would have voted come. for him. Yeah. <laughs> even I know he would never even eclipse 4,000 yards, let alone 5,000. Hey, he, he wouldn't have voted for himself. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have voted for himself. <laughs> That's so dumb. He couldn't be bothered. To oh my vote. god, that he dude. He wouldn't have voted at all. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's a hell of a list to be on. And it, look, I'm again. I'm not saying Cousins is perfect. Uh, I'm not. But I mean, I think that the arc, his career arc, and his value for the organization and the team, the kind of personality he has, uh, the kind of player he is, but the kind of person he is, I think suits what they need. So right. you're you're paying for more than just a quarterback. You're paying for you know, uh, part of it's your team construct, part of it's personality, part of it's performance. Uh, you're not paying that amount of money for, you know, uh, for 
just a, a dude that comes out with a random soundbite that's fun every once in a while. I mean, you got to play. But I, I, I think you, ha- you got to keep him. How can you let that dude walk at this point? You can't. I mean, he's growing as a team leader. He fits what Gruden wants, and the team's winning. You, you've got to, you've got to pay the man. You got, you got to pay the guy. You just—it's just absolute. You got to do it. I like you plenty, bro. I had arguments on the internet about Kirk Cousins for like a year. So thank you, Kirk Cousins, for making me not a troll. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But hey, man, look—that was—that was those were tough conditions, man. And that wasn't. Let me tell you what. Any quarterback that can throw a good deep ball and bad wind and bad weather is marketable. That dude, we were there for the playoff game. That wind yeah. is no joke up there. That whips around, bro. Oh no, it whips around. That, that's Absolutely. legit. That was legit. So, all right, I'll tell you what, man. Um, we have to make a decision. Do we take a break and then do a? Uh, we said it was going to be two segments max anyway. Do we take a break and then come back and just run through the rest of the NFL stuff um, and then wrap up? I say we just power through. Well, I mean, I, I need a, I, I at least need a bathroom break, bro. All right, we'll take a, <laughs> we'll, we'll take a potty break, and, I, and, and I need we'll a, be right back. And I need a fresh beer. Okay, you know what I mean. Hey, that, that's good enough. Right I'm, there. I'm out of beer, bro. I'm out of beer, man. All right. Well, then we'll take a potty you know, break and a beer break. All right. Thank you. So you can shake it off. Yeah. See, there it is. But at least I don't need a you know poop break. Uh, by the way, uh, Todd, I'm sorry that you uh, did not enjoy the uh, you know, fart remix, the gas up mashup. He didn't enjoy that. He said he didn't like the uh, the gas up mashup. He wasn't a fan. Wow. I, I was surprised. That's not all he should enjoy. How did you not like Todd? How did you not enjoy the gas up mashup? Huh? Tootie pooty. Look, Tootie pooty. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> anyway, Todd, that little segment was dedicated to you. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. Let's, we'll, we'll take a quick, quick pause, potty break, beer refresh break, and we'll be right, but re, be right back, and we'll just roll through. I'll be right back. <laughs> yes, sir, we are back, man. I had to stretch our legs for just a couple of minutes. Uh, Mark, were you glossing up the Lakers just now? I was, and I am. <laughs> they just... Uh... Took down the Thunder 111-109 in a very entertaining game in L.A. So uh, they are now 7-7 seven and seven on the season. And I was saying they you know, haven't beaten both the Warriors and the Thunder early in the season. I mean, that's that's an impressive resume. Go, like, that, that's, go baby know, Lakers. They're, they're the worst team in the, the – behind the 76ers, they were the worst team in the league last year. So feeling feeling pretty good about the Lakers. Yeah, the, the Thunder, 8-6, and six, they're, they're, I'm sure, not quite where they want to be. But, you know, you know it was going to be a – Unique kind of year with yeah. you know, losing Durant. Westbrook, Westbrook is still an absolute freaking nature that he I is. will happily admit that I was wrong in what I used to think about him. You know, and I think a lot of people thought that he was, you know, a ball hog that just, you know, who still can be. But you know, obviously the league has kind of gone much more in that direction where yeah. point, point guards are, you know, frequently much more, you know, shooting guards than they used to be. Uh, but I mean, pretty much every night he's double double every night and frequently bordering on triple double. Just like tonight, thirty-four, thirteen, and eight, um, and he's just—he's just so much fun to watch. So yeah. I, I still root for them on the side, but it's all good, man. We know you're a Lakers, Lakers dude, yeah. so it's nice to see. On a couple other basketball yeah. notes, 
Shannon, do you have do you have a basketball update? I loved seeing Fort Wayne beat Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That was amazing. <laughs> Whenever Indiana loses, it's always a good time. Yeah, right. Well, this is the this is our resident Kentucky fan talking. But you know, Indiana, just for you. And Kentucky number one in your rankings. There it is. There, there's, there's our uh, very early basketball update. <laughs> Anger. <laughs> yep. anyway. We'll be here back in January or February. Yeah, we'll be back in a couple of months with another NCAA basketball update. Don't say anything again until the tournament. No, no, we'll talk about it before then. But it's still early on, man. It's still early on. Get healthy, man. Yeah. Y'all need to get healthy. Get some players back, man. Ain't that the truth? It's all good. They'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's pick back up and knock out a couple of uh, other football things. We're gonna wrap up, do a little Thanksgiving fun, just for uh, just for good measure. So, uh, it, obviously, uh, one of the things we're getting to the Thursday games, we got to set up a little bit for this whole Dallas, uh, you know, <laughs> Cowboys Redskins, man. Uh, I, I'm excited for it. I, look, I don't. I'm not saying the Redskins are gonna, gonna are gonna go down there and win, uh, but I'm. Excited because they're both good, man. The NFC East is good. So uh, I'm pretty stoked about the lead into it. Although I got to admit, it is on some level a little bit tough. You figure the Redskins played a Sunday night football game and then they're short week playing on Thanksgiving. So that's a really tough turnaround. It's a big ask. Um, So we'll see how they look and how much energy they have come Thursday. So definitely stay away from the turkey, guys. Oh, speaking of turkey, uh, I almost forgot about this whole thing with Whitfield. So, you know, a couple of years ago, we brined a turkey. Oh, my God. We brined a turkey. And let me tell you what, that was a phenomenal turkey. And I would strongly recommend to anybody, if you've never brined a turkey and then baked the crap out of that thing, dude, brine that bird. It is legit. So, Whitfield was over here the other day. We were hanging out because he came over to watch the Packers-Redskins game. Now, incidentally, I liked the side bet that we had in the podcast last week. Uh, when I was like, oh, no, the Redskins are going to win. You're like, oh, no, the Packers are going to win, man. Uh, you know, if the Packers win, you got to be like, hey, you like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that, all right. <laughs> uh, but not for the reason that you were hoping. Uh, but we were talking about turkey, and Matt's like, hey, man, are you going to braille a turkey for this Thanksgiving? And I'm like, braille a turkey? Is Helen Keller coming? What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Brailing a bird? What? <laughs> Just killing me. I was waiting for you to say something in the chat, and I was just like, <laughs> "Okay, I guess no one's gonna call him out on it." No, got to braille, got to braille the turkey, man. <laughs> that's, why that's why he did those smiley faces and everything. Yeah, that's what what I, was talking about. I did. I laughed. I laughed. You know, I tell you, you know who, you know who should braille a turkey? Old Double Fist D Stat. That's who should braille a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's. Freaking right. Brailing a turkey, man. Let's do this. Let's do a little QA with Sam Jackson. You want a QA with Sam Jackson? So he's going to read the braille on what the turkey is saying. All right. So, uh, you know, for Matt, obviously, if we braille, get the mic a little bit closer to your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, all right, all right. So we're going to braille a turkey. We're going to braille a turkey. Shannon, thank you. All right. So, so how how are we going to go with this? What do you want to do? First question is, is this turkey good? I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Okay, fair enough. Is it tasty? This is a tasty burger. But it's turkey. Shut the fuck up! (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, come on, Sam. Look, I ain't threatening you or nothing, all right? You know I respect you and all. But just don't put me in this position, all right? All but right. you promised to answer these questions. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> Do you get fat on Thanksgiving, Sam? Shut the fuck up, fat man. <laughs> <laughs> What does this turkey look like? Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> Correct the mundo. All right. All right, it's okay. Well, thank you, Sam. You're the righteous man, and I'm the shepherd. Thank you. Is this turkey smart? You're a smart motherfucker. Check out the big brain on bread. Uh, okay, what kind of turkey is this? <laughs> what are you looking for, dude? You ever had a big hey, kahuna burger? That one's a big, it's a big kahuna turkey. Big what country are you from? What country you from? What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. That's right. That's the kind of turkey <laughs> we're talking about. The hell, what man. Turkey? What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, What Sam? does Arnold think about turkeys? Arnold? You want to go to Arnold? You idiot. Uh <laughs> <laughs> don't like you using foul language. So shut up! <laughs> yeah, if you're not happy with that braille turkey, I'm take it back. That's right. Arnold, do you want turkey? <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. That's right. Is that what he tells the turkey before he cooks it? Stop being such a pussy. That's <laughs> before he brails that turkey out. <laughs> One of us is in deep now, trouble. While what? making the turkey, is it okay to drink and bake? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you should not drink and bake. This man is totally insane. Uh, okay. We should not drink and bake. Okay. Do it now. No, no, it's mixed messages. Oh, he's, he's it, saying, it is. Yeah. I'm hungry. See, he's hungry, man. In case you forget, I will be checking back with you. Sue me, dickhead. <laughs> anyway. Well, Good Mr. Times. Foley, where will you be eating your turkey this year? Well, you'll have plenty of time to live in a van down by the river when you're living in a van down by the river. There it is. What will Dak Prescott amount to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I lost the board. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to amount to more than Jack Squat. <laughs> is Tony Romo coming back in this season? Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there you're not going to amount to Jack Squat! Dear Tony Romo. You're fired. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Uh, man, Cowboys-Ravens, uh, franchise record nine straight win for the Cowboys. Uh, obviously, a slow start with the first, with punting on the first four possessions. But, you know, we've talked about this a couple of times. But here, here's the thing that really stands out. Uh, obviously, the Ravens did a, a fairly solid job of bottling up uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, fun with the uh, serial video, by the way. And uh, also, I like how a, a video of Dak Prescott throwing a cup and then picking it up to throw it in the trash went viral. It's super random. But that's a team that, you know, over the course of a game, they put it together. And, uh, yeah, some slow starts and some rough periods. But, again, I, I think what you have to keep in mind when you look at certain plays uh, the Cole Beasley touchdown would be an example uh, where Dak kind of slides with his protection. That pocket moves, and he hits Beasley. That's when he got blown up by somebody and ended up getting a foul. But um, that that was a pretty play. Uh, you know, the guy does some things really, really well, and he's he's pretty clutch. 
And I think that's a huge, huge component of the confidence that team has and the way that they're playing. If you want to nitpick them for not blowing the teams out, fine. And so be it, man. Look, a win is a win. Take an ugly win. Nine and one. Nine and one. You're doing something. If you're nine and one, you're doing something right. Okay? Yeah. Even if you have a soft schedule, you're doing something right. And we cannot, cannot, cannot talk about this game without giving some dap and some sports brew love to Steve Smith, brother, who got his 1,000th catch during that game. 14th, up, son. 14th player to hit 1,000 catches. So, Steve Smith, this Kentucky IPA ship, brother, that's for you. Mm. Number 999, by the way, was a thing of beauty. That It was a, a sideline catch. He was all outstretched, toe dragging on the sideline. That was that was that was a pretty catch. That was in the second quarter. Yeah, professional grade. That's for damn. That's for damn sure. But uh, here's a couple of things about Dak Prescott. All right, in the fourth quarter of this game against the Ravens, six of six for seven eight yards and a touchdown. Clutch. Pretty money. All right, <laughs> he has completed twenty four of his last twenty six passes in the fourth quarter and or overtime. Beats. That's a pretty significant stat. Yeah. Des Bryant, by the way, this is his first multi-touchdown game since week 17 of 2014. Kind of rando. Wouldn't have necessarily expected that. So, good win for the Cowboys. I mean, the, the Ravens aren't great, but they're not a sack of BSE. Okay? They're not the 49ers. They're not the Browns. Right? And they have, they have a good defense. So that's a quality win for the Cowboys. Joe Flacco, by the way, <laughs> I guess in response to uh, Ray Lewis laying the lumber on him, was all talking about in the post. Did you see the post game? The post game pressure. He's like, "Oh, you know, we should have won that game." It's like you didn't, bro. But I appreciate the faux passion. Better late than never, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, that was good. So the quality win. Another game I enjoyed quite a bit was the Seahawks and the Eagles game. And I, I got to tell you, you know that Russell Wilson is healthy at this point in the year. Because not only did he have an absolutely beautiful throw, it was third and 11, he scrambled to the left, and he sidearm throws to Jimmy Graham. It, 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 Graham ended up getting the uh, touchdown on that one. But that was a throw that you're looking at this guy, and I think you said it was a, that, that was from his baseball days. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the uh, shortstop second base. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Shortstop second baseman where they're off balance throwing it to first and he was yeah. off balance the feet were not set that was all upper body that was a great throw and uh graham caught it and did the rest that was an absolutely great throw and then there's a little bit of trickeration in the third quarter when they're up uh 16 to 7 first and 10 from the 15 and uh, wilson flips the ball to baldwin and just defense forgets about him i guess you don't necessarily expect the running back to go you know go running a route and uh baldwin hit him for the touchdown man you know Russell Wilson is healthy when those plays exist. Those plays are executed. Those plays are done. Good win for the Seahawks. They do lose ProSize for the year, which is a shame. Not only for my fantasy teams, because I picked them up in both leagues. High five to me. Uh, no, I lost them. But uh, anyway, 72-yard touchdown run. That was the longest by a Seahawks player ever in their home stadium, which was a, a little bit of a surprise. You figure Marshawn probably had I, one I somewhere in there. I say the Beastquake was, I think, 68 or something. Mm -hmm. So that was close. Yeah, but that that was a that was a pretty big time run, but you know Seahawks starting to starting to ramp it up. You know the Eagles some limitations there, 
they had a couple of th- they had a couple of big plays called back. You get penalty issues. Wentz, uh, of course, threw some picks on deep balls. <laughs> but I mean, he's a rook, man. You know, not everybody's going to go Dak Prescott. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Well, Let's be realistic. A touchdown, a 57 yard touchdown called back because your guys can't line up properly on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's an issue. Yeah, but I, I did think it was funny. On that Russell Wilson touchdown catch, immediately, like immediately after, Twitter starts roasting Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> I mean, just roasting that poor guy. Did you see some of these things, uh, Shannon? Yeah, I, I saw a few of them. All right. So I like how, uh, you know, hopefully I'm pronouncing Nelson Aguilar's name correctly. Does it matter at this point? It may not because he, he, he clearly is. Uh, maybe he doesn't deserve to have his name pronounced correctly if he can't catch anything. Gerud. Gerud. Andre Gerud. Gerard. Gerard. Gerud. Gerud. Um, <laughs> But uh, I loved all these tweets, man. Uh, Russell Wilson and Nelson Aguilar got the same amount of touchdown catches this season. Nice. Uh, crazy how Russell Wilson can catch better than Nelson Aguilar. It's just over and over and over and over and over. Russell Wilson, yeah, has as many receiving touchdowns. I like this one. Receiving yards. Russell Wilson, 15. Doriel Green Beckham, 11. Jordan Matthews, 4. Nelson Aguilar, 0. Bryce Treggs, 0. Oh, who the hell is Bryce Treggs? I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know who that one is either. But anyway, that was great. I also like how Doug Baldwin, for whatever reason, not only was a great play, but did, did he flick somebody off? <laughs> he he <laughs> he was he really upset at his offensive coordinator because he wanted to catch a touchdown. Mm. He didn't want to throw it, but they uh, they've been working on this play for a while, and I think they <laughs> what was his line? They doubted his arm; he couldn't get it to Russell. And yeah, here it is. Wrong. We're in the effing red zone, and you want me to throw the ball? The ball was said afterward with a laugh. Throw me the ball. <laughs> anyway, that was kind of fun, man. That dude, that dude's got a scrappy mentality. It's uh, just like in the one of those things, like where you're in the heat of the moment and you're yeah. f bombing each other, and then afterward, once it all works out, it's all good. Yeah, no, that that was kind of fun, man. Oh yeah, but uh, definitely excited. Again, definitely excited for the Thanksgiving games. Uh, we'll see about mm-hmm. luck. Although I, I think realistically we're not nah, going to see that he, guy. He's but not, he's not. That's right. It's, it's and still, there's it's, no need to because it's a good slate, man. Vikings, yeah. Lions, significant. Yeah. Redskins, Cowboys, significant. Yep. You know, and we'll see about Colts and Steelers. Yeah. But people may be too drunk or passed out by that. Well, they might be passed out in time for the uh, <laughs> for the Colts Steelers game. Yeah. That's all right though. That's okay. That's okay, man. That's okay. Uh, Colts, uh, Colts, Titans, man, that was a you know good win for the Colts. I liked how Peyton was and, and crew were they were back to celebrate that uh, Super Bowl from way back when. That was really cool. Yeah, that was nice to see. Colts eleven straight wins for the versus the Titans. I did not realize that Luck has yet to lose to the Titans. Well, we can't play them every week. <laughs> well, you know, and Vinatieri actually missed a field goal. Well, I mean, there were twelve extra uh, twelve extra points missed last week, so it kind of irony there that Vinatieri would miss they're a, a field goal. They're in a dome, man. You can't be missing field goals in a dome. Yeah, it wasn't that long of a field goal. So. 42, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's, Very makeable for he, him. He's knocked in several 50-yarders yeah. during this streak. He, Dude, how is it? I mean, I, I, yeah, and obviously, there's all this chatter about the extra point moving it back, but how is it like these guys are reliable from a field goal standpoint and the extra point is that tough? What is in these dudes' heads? Right? It's just weird. You got him doinking off the goalpost. You got wide right, wide left. Some fu- I mean, I, it, the blocks are one thing. The blocks are one thing. But we got a lot of a lot of just straight up bad kicks. Bad kicks. And bad kicks in domes. I understand <laughs> bad kicks in bad weather. 
but bad kicks when you're inside? Come on, man. Hey, look, if anybody's earned the right to miss a field goal, it's Vinatieri. Because he's been so oh, good. No, I understand. So I understand. I'm not. I'm not dumping on Vinatieri here. This is but, more about the extra points. But I mean, like, I mean Blair Walsh, who was as good a kicker as we've had in his first few years. Just I don't know when. What, what's the dude from Mace Ventura laces out? Something like that. Something like Ray that. Finkel. Yeah, you go. Something <laughs> like that. Something like that. Yeah, he's out of the league. Honestly, I think maybe they're just not concentrating as much obviously with a long field goal that's you know more points maybe they're just like okay this is a field goal rather than oh it's an extra point let me just kick it like i normally do it's who knows it's definitely something that is definitely an aberration the way i look at it i mean maybe pittsburgh was on to something going for all those two-point maybe possibly i don't know incidentally uh nfc playoff update i do like this one play nfc playoff pitcher 49ers, it's over. <laughs> Bears, it's over. <laughs> Packers, it's all but over. <laughs> four and six. I like this one, man. Rams, four and six. Jeff Fisher will be lucky to get some seven and nine BS this year. It's from Pro, fo- pro, By fo- the way, pro Football Talk. Congratulations to Jeff Fisher for tying Tom Landry as second all-time losingest coach. Man, man. His career coaching record stands at 173, 162, and one. Notice the difference here with Tom Landry, though. Yeah, Landry had 162 losses, but Landry also had 250 wins. A little bit better than 173. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Dan, poor Dan Reeves. That's the guy who's got the all-time record for losses. So uh, the good news, Jeff Fisher, you only need to lose three more. And it's doable. Four, four more, and you'll have the record all to yourself. And- Next four games... At New Orleans, at New England, home against the Falcons, and then at Seattle. He has a good chance. So that's See, three of those games probably going down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> How look? He's got. He's not even in the all-time top ten of career wins, man. Among seventeen coaches who have coached at least two hundred seventy career games, Fisher ranks dead last. Point <laughs> five one six winning percentage. Yay. Zero. Point. Zero point zero. <laughs> zero point zero. Uh but incidentally, um anybody uh think the referees totally screwed the pooch on that uh Hopkins non touchdown uh, in the in the uh Texans Raiders game? Absolutely. That was so weird, man. I totally understand, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, some, occasionally you blow a play dead. I mean, Lord knows I, I, the Redskins-Panthers game a few years ago where I was absolutely <laughs> livid that the referees blew the play dead. But it, it's so funny, man, And uh, that Redskins, uh, let me tell you, the Redskins-Packers game, you know, Matt, when you were over here watching it, we joked around about it, but it was like they let all these scrum piles kind of go where, like, uh, Fat Rob was running through the trash and they have all this stuff going on. They let them kind of scrum up and just move around, right? And sometimes it's nice to see that, but what I it, it's amazing to me that those kind of things can happen, and then they have other plays where they just they just blow a whistle, and you're like, why? How is it that in that Saints Broncos game that dude trucks down the sideline? They got no problem letting that go because you it, look if you're wrong, you correct it on review. How do they blow that whistle? I'm not saying the Texans end up winning this game or anything like that, okay? But that was some spotty officiating in that game. But to me, they got that wrong. I've seen you know different camera angles, different shots, and some people say, well, maybe he was out, blah, blah, blah. Then you see other angles where his heel is up. But if you're not going to blow the whistle 
on that on that Broncos return of that blocked extra point or whatever the hell in against the Saints. Why are you blowing the whistle out of the gate on that Hopkins? What should have could have would have been a touchdown. I mean, Blandino's out like defending it. You know, the right foot at the thirty-six yard line. Look at the heel, man. The heel appears to be in the white. It's not right down the line, so it's not definitive. But we certainly can't say he was obviously in bounds from this angle. I don't know. I, I feel like they screwed the pooch on that one. I know the security in that game screwed the pooch on that in that for not being able to find the dude with the laser pointer. Uh, yeah, Brock Brock took a whole bunch of green laser to the face. That's for sure. That's some shit I would do at a game. <laughs> you would, because you're a dickhead like that. Uh, if you're going to do crap like that, you ought to buy those 6 and 8 and $10 Browns tickets. You get thrown out of one of those games, who cares? Who knows? They might actually play better with a little bit of you know laser pointers up in their face. Entirely possible. No, nah, I mean, that was kind of crappy. I did think it was funny, though. They panned around, and that was a better game, honestly. It was, it was a more... Uh, entertaining game that I expected it to be. The laser pointers were ridiculous. You can watch highlights in slow mo, and I mean, they, they definitely got the laser pointers all on Brock's grill. Uh, unnecessary. That's unfortunate to see. What I one of the things I did think that was funny though was when they panned around the stadium and they had like barbed wire chain link fences in the stands, and I'm like, that's hardcore, dude. <laughs> That's hardcore. That is a Raiders game. That's how you know it actually is a Raiders home game, right? <laughs> yeah, barbed wire. Barbed wire chain link fences up in that jobby, man. I was cracking up. But uh, anywho, that's okay, man. And that's man. just for the season ticket holders. Yeah, that is just for the season ticket holders. That's right. That's funny. Yeah, man. That's legit, dude. That's legit. Uh, Shannon, you got any, uh, any takeaways from Titans Colts? Anything in particular from that one? We kind of we kind of jumped around on, on that thing, but I just want to give you a second to clean up the trash if you wanted to. I mean, it was nice to see the the Colts actually started fast. They yeah. scored touchdowns on their uh, first three possessions. Didn't really do anything else after that. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to at least see that for a change. Yeah, they're in second place right now, game mm-hmm. behind Houston, uh, half a game ahead of Tennessee, basically two and a half. Well, game and a half because they beat them twice already. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's like I well, you want- got you got to look out for the Jaguars, man. They're coming. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're doing something. They're 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 coming for the toilet. Yeah, because that's where they're heading. Total bowl, total bowl. Um, I swear, man. How we lost to them in London, I'll never know. It's London. Yeah. yeah I'll just leave it at that. I will say, uh, you know, again, just to top some thoughts, as far as the Texans, maybe they got a hose, maybe they didn't. You can argue it a couple of different ways. I didn't love some of the spots of the ball late. Uh, again, I'm not saying it what determines that. horrible spot on that fourth there, down. There were some there, – yeah, it seemed pretty so-so, you know, late in the game. I mean, were the, were the cartels actually running that game? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this replay of this fourth and inches run, and I'm just like – Way over the line, and – I mean, I'm like, that dude's got that. <laughs> And you they know, it's so far short. It's yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I saw some article talking about the refs fist bumping the Raiders players coming out of the locker rooms. <laughs> I mean, just some randomness with that one. But, you know, I mean, again, I, I guess at the end of the day, like I feel with the Hopkins play, man, I would much rather them swallow the whistle and let that play out and then it then challenge it. Yeah. Challenge it. Because then you can zoom in tight. You can spend a little time reviewing it. I mean, maybe he was. I mean, there's I ha, there's one screenshot before the win. I had an article with one screenshot, and you could probably say, well, you know, he stepped out. 
a lot of them looked like he was in. I just, I don't know, man. It just felt like in the moment, it felt like they were qu too quick to blow that one dead, man. I would have rather than let that play. And then if you have to challenge it, you know, challenge it, review it and make sure you get it right. It just, I don't know. In context for the whole game, it felt a little bit, uh, felt like they whiffed on that one, man. Felt like they whiffed on that one. So anywho, well, I guess one of the things we need to do, uh, so again, kudos to the Raiders, by the way. Good uh, quality win for them, obviously, uh, in Mexico. It looked like a, the Raiders fans had a good turnout. They had a lot. They were geared up, dude. They were. They actually looked like they were legit Raiders fans. It's not like London where everybody looks like fake fans. I mean, they actually looked like they had legit Raiders fans down there. So that was that was kind of fun. I don't have any qualms about it. I mean, I think it's nice to have, you know, those kind of games. That's good. But uh, I would like the officiating to be just a couple of, couple of degrees better. A couple of degrees better, maybe. But good win yeah, for them. It um, seems like ever since the replacement refs, just officiating in general has start, just gone downhill. Well, it was, pro it was problematic before. It's been problematic since. It's just it gets magnified in certain things. You know, it's just it's just tough sled, man. It just I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. So, Matt, you're mighty quiet, bro. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't have much to say. I'm still depressed over the Green Bay game. You're still depressed? Let's just wait till yes. the rest of the season plays out. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and, by the way, I'm glad uh, I, I'm glad I could shovel dirt on you in the keeper league. <laughs> See you next year, bro. <laughs> Matt's Matt's dream to dream that the season ended tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at these. That was a nice pull. Hey, I'm not hearing it from you, giggity. I'm definitely not hearing it from you, sharper. Yes. The Failhorn dreamed a dream that this year he wouldn't play every team scoring their high point total against him every single freaking week. But you know what, Failhorn? It wasn't a dream, friend. It was a fantasy nightmare. Much like your dating life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he keeps throwing that out of me just because I, I that was that was a bold trade, man. That's a bold trade. That was not a bold trade. It was a bold trade. Bold trade. Not a bold trade, whatever. I offered him I offered trade. him all kinds of people on my bench, man. You're salty about it, but I offered him How is it salty? That you're salty. Makes no sense. It, you're salty. We don't need to spend a lot of time arguing sense. about a, a fantasy trade on the podcast. You're salt because you wanted me to trade. You wanted me to trade uh, Jordan. Uh, uh, Jordan Matt? No, I can't think of the dude's name. Uh, the running back from Chicago, Jordan Chief, Howard. Jordan Howard for Jordan Matthews, and I didn't do it. And I worked. The, I worked the deal out, and I sent uh, Mark Ingram and Deion Lewis for Mike Evans. Wait, but I offered, I offered, say, I offered him, offered him Booker. You say I was trying to get this trade done before you got here. That means you were up to no good because you knew what you was doing. No, I thought it'd be, I thought it would be awkward if you were here and I was working a trade with him, which it was. Because then you sent him a trade request. You're standing here, <laughs> and you're sending him a trade request on the phone. He didn't tell you that, did he, Randy? Nope. Yeah, of course not. Anyway, so look, I offered him Booker, ProSize. I offered him two, two guys. So you can have two guys. And that's what he went for, right? Anywho, feather in my cap. So, Salty Whitfield, not only are the Packers November lame, 
Whitfield's fantasy team is November lame. In the keeper. Mm-hmm. Not the sports free. Well, we'll see. Anywho, let's get back to real sports because nobody outside of the podcast gives a crap about our fantasy teams. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Uh, do we have anything else to type? Or are we uh, off to like... You know, like Thanksgiving awesomeness and all that kind of stuff, which we can totally do. Uh, I say we roll to Thanksgiving. We, we, we should. Though. I, I have one quick non-sport. Okay, what you got, bro? Well, I was Tila Tequila at a you know white supremacist like movement thing, giving the Nazi salute. What, what is what is this? I, I don't know. Tila Tequila was was your girl, man. Yeah, that's she, what I was going to say. She, that's your girl. She, she, she never struck me as the most intelligent woman, so. No, she didn't, but... Well, when your last she not, she, She's like a, a, a Vietnamese ref, refugee, Gita. Does she not understand that, like, this is not logical in any whatsoever? Since when has anything if, she ever do, done logical? I mean, are you really are you really looking for logical stuff coming no, from... No, I'm not. I'm just... <laughs> that just shocked me. I like, mean, how stupid can you get? But anyway, yeah. Yeah, th- that's just... It's incredibly weird. I will definitely agree with you there. We drink. It's incredibly weird. All right, look, Thanksgiving, man. We cannot. Oh, there it is. There, there's a daily snark. Yeah, man. They had a. They had some video of the refs fist bumping the Raiders before the Monday night game. There it is. <laughs> NFL refs probably saying we got this game for y'all. Raiders, Texans, Monday night football fixed game. Hashtag fixed game makes me <laughs> laugh. <laughs> they also served ramen noodles. Yeah, man. Served seaside at the Texas uh, at, at the Texans Raiders games. That's pretty sweet. Damn, I would have gone to that. I know, man. That's your that's your deal, dude. That's your deal, man. You would be amazed at the things you can make with ramen noodles, and that should be like a cooking class that Whitfield offers. Mm-hmm. What you can do with ramen. <laughs> anyway, Thanksgiving. Let's go ahead and do that, man. Let's go ahead and uh, Thanksgiving it up. Uh, we could not do Thanksgiving without going a little old school. I think it's pretty important. Unfortunately, a lot of the references and and the Thanksgiving song with Adam Sandler are really old. So if you're under twenty, some of these some of this stuff makes no sense. I don't think. You know what I mean? So funny, glad I know you're so young. Anyway. This, I mean, but it feels like it feels appropriate to play this song though. Of course. Can't be wrong. Fans over here struggling, man. Then I take a crap. (laughs) More appropriate. That's right. (laughs) Since it's a special night, man, uh, uh, who's traveling for Thanksgiving, man? Is everybody staying around? Well, you know. Sticking around the district. Sticking around the just the district. All right, well that's good, man. Are you doing like a vegetarian Thanksgiving, or is like Megan uh, whipping up some goodies? I'm doing a lot of sides, but uh, rocking a pork tenderloin. Pork tenderloin, bold move. All right. Are you doing a turpucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> did he actually say it right no <laughs> no he didn't say it right it's kind of like the bread it's like kind of like when you braille the turkey no. 
<laughs> it, look, it it was the turducken with like a squid or an octopus out of it, and it was a and it was called a Turk. What the fucking? That's what it was. <laughs> it's not a turfucking. <laughs> I mean, how can the failhorn out failhorn the failhorn? That was funny, man. <laughs> Nice ways, obviously. <laughs> well, Lodi freaking God! Freaking retarded. <laughs> We're retarded. I, I knew it was turd fucking turd I knew someone. I knew, I knew it was turd fucking turd fucking turd. I know there was a turn in. I know there was a fucking in. <laughs> Great. Well, that. At least you know. <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna say that to you. That's just not even nice. <laughs> <laughs> Whitfield, we love you. Uh -huh. They're ter fucking. <laughs> I think I think Whitfield dreamed a dream that he would have a ter fucking. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe you need to get back on plenty of failhorn, plenty of fat horn. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> what was his dating site back in the day? Was it plenty of fatties? Failhorn fatties. The, fa the failhorn fatties. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. What do you want? Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Whitfield, this is for your <laughs> your failhorn fatties to fucking. Shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Penis in your anus. Oh man. Anger. Yeah. But no, all kidding aside, all kidding aside, all kidding aside, all kidding aside. Uh, certainly looking forward to Thanksgiving. It's going to be fun. Got some good football on tap. Going to have some family time on tap. So, uh, you know, I hope everybody out there, whether you, you know, if you listen to us, obviously, if you don't listen to us, you're not going to hear the message. But <laughs> it, all of our listeners, man, if you're traveling, man, safe travels. Have a great time for Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy the meal, the family time, the friends, the conversations, a little downtime from work, hopefully. Uh, have some fun with it and just uh, take a little pause, take a little break. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on. We joke around a lot and we BS around about a lot of stuff. And, you know, we really view the sports brew as an outlet uh, a lot of times to get away from, from, from uh, A, we love sports and we love obviously drinking beverages. We do. But it's also a nice break from some of the seriousness and some of the really heavy, you know, things that, that happen in the world. And, you know, not to, uh, we, we like to make light of a lot of things, believe me, but, you know, certainly with that awful, some of the things that are rough and are difficult, you know, that, that, that bus accident in, in Tennessee is just so, I just can't even imagine, man, having my, you know, five-year-old on a bus and them dying on a school bus. That's just absolutely awful. It, and it's a lot more than that, obviously. There's a ton of things going on. There's always sad things. And, you know, life life is a mixed bag, right? I mean, it, there's there's cruelty, there's beauty, there's love, there's awesome, then there's dark, and then there's really ghastly kind of things and terrible things that happen. And over the course of this podcast, not just tonight, but since we've been doing it, we've had moments that have been, you know, really a celebration of life, a celebration of each other. You know, Mark getting married is a celebration of life. It's a celebration of love. You know, so congratulations one month in. You got a long way to go. Uh, and, I, and I saw your nice little sappy post. What did you have, like 100,000 months or something? Um, so you got a ways to go, but, you know, good. you got to get the first one knocked out. So that's well played. But, you know, we like to celebrate, you know, the good things and to celebrate the good in each other. And, and part of what makes doing the sports brew fun is the friendships that we share, right? 
Um, and so there's there's a lot of good that's there, uh, a lot of fun that's there. And to celebrate each other and to celebrate our friendship is an important part of that and then enjoy those moments. And, you know, we also have those times that are a little bit tougher or they kind of hit you in the gut. You know, some of the sad things that happen when someone passes away or there's a tragedy or there's an accident or there's a, you know, some, whether it's it's not about politics, but there are some ugly things that happen in the world as well. And some of those do hit home, whether it affects you as a parent, affects you as a sibling, affects you as a person. You know, those things are real, too. And, you know, when we get to the holidays, you know, I think one year we had a don't shove alcohol up your butt PSA. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it was ridiculous. And it was a lot of it was really funny and really stupid. But, you know, again, it, it's a break from some of the serious things. But uh, the flip side of that is when you do have these moments, the holidays, hopefully you've got, you know, family and friends that you're going to visit or see or hang out with. Um, just take it as a, a little bit of time to you know, to actually renew those kind of relationships and to celebrate the good that is, because there is a lot of good. However you feel about the world and about life, there is a lot of good. And sometimes if you forget that, you know, look around and, and reconnect a little bit with some of your friends and reconnect a little bit with some of your family and reconnect a little bit with the world that is around you. Maybe that's a moment uh, in nature or at a park or on, on a hike or on a mountaintop or on a boat out in the lake or on the sea, whatever. You know, there's a lot of beauty that's out there. And, you know, the holidays, yes, they're over-commercialized. Yes, they're over-marketed. Yes, they, they beat the songs in our heads for a lot of stuff. But, again, it, it's the ability to reconnect and share a moment with people that you enjoy and to celebrate the good things in life. So try to take a little bit of time and do that uh, this Thanksgiving in light of some of the difficulties and maybe some things that are frustrating or some things that are ugly or are sad or unfortunate is to take a moment and flip it and make it positive. Uh, I think that's very real and very, very much there in front of us. And that's what I certainly hope all of us can do this Thanksgiving. So certainly, you know, Mark, congratulations one month in Randy heal up from that cold Shannon, Indiana lost (laughs) 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 Matt, (laughs) Hopefully your your dad's recovery from his knee surgery keeps going well, and you know for me, you know I got I got two little babies, man, uh, a toddler and a, a a little baby girl, so healthy, happy, and you know just plugging along. So we're gonna do the family thing and hang out with my mom and go see uh, Sarah's parents as well, and down in Charlottesville, it's gonna be nice. So you know, I'm glad we got to sneak a podcast in, uh, but happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, enjoy it, have a little fun, and uh, just enjoy the time, man. Just in, in, enjoy the time. Anyway, I guess enough of my soapbox. <laughs> exactly. That was like uh, Springer's fi- final thought there. Yeah. We just don't have the. We don't have any fight. Kind of like the Packers defense. We don't have, we don't have a fight. We don't have a fight. Fight at the end here. Well, I know. Echoes everything, but uh, man, I'm extremely thankful for all four of y'all brothers. Y'all are absolutely brothers to me, and I think we all share that sentiment. And uh, yeah. it was an honor, as I said many times, and I'll say it's a little to my, my dying day to have you guys as part of the wedding, and that was huge to me. And, and uh, uh, there's nothing but love here, and, and uh, echo all the things Justin said that there's a lot of rough stuff out there right now, but this this place is a great respite for us to, yeah. to escape and, and have fun and share some good drinks and share some laughs and talk about sports one of our favorite things and BS and get get goofy and uh, I'm, I'm very grateful and, and happy to have it so uh, absolutely much, much love to my brothers and I hope, I hope all of us have a great Thanksgiving yes sir absolutely. Shannon 
No, I mean uh, Shannon's short and sweet at the can, moment. Can someone help Charlie Strong with uh, LinkedIn? <laughs> 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 Time to update the profile. <laughs> Time to update that official. resume. Yeah. Don't know anything yet. Yeah. Reevaluate it, dude. You got fired, bro. <laughs> you know it. We know it. <laughs> there it is. Speaking of fired. Speaking of fire. Remember earlier this college football season when we were laughing at Central Michigan beating Oklahoma State on a play that shouldn't have counted? Right. And now Oklahoma State's nine and two, ranked number ten, probably should be ten and one at this point. Yeah. Isn't it funny how one play could affect affect them if they beat Oklahoma on Saturday? Isn't that crazy? Yep. You know, you know what one play could have had a serious impact? What's that? Is Kirk Cousins almost punching that ref in the nuts? Oh my gosh, that would have been hysterical. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> he got really close. I mean, if he had hit him in the balls, <laughs> I mean, I wonder what would have happened. We would have played this a lot. You said balls. Wow, 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 wow. Matt and Randy, you got any uh, Thanksgiving walk off thoughts? Well, um, obviously, as to reiterate what everybody's been saying, definitely thankful for you four crazy assholes because without you guys, I mean, my life would probably be pretty damn boring. So definitely. Might be. (laughs) (laughs) Would be. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But one thing that uh, I'll pass along is one of the things my grandmother always taught me, Thanksgiving is for friends. Uh, Christmas is for families, and one of the best things to do on Thanksgiving is for anybody out there that, you know, no one deserves to be alone on Thanksgiving. So if you got a friend out there in need, definitely invite them over and share in the good tidings and dinner. Fine, Matt, you can come over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> God. <laughs> some turfucking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we gotta serve some turk what the some fucking braille turkey. Some braille turk what the fucking. <laughs> some braille turk fucking. <laughs> you need a braille blow up doll. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your oh, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be laughing so hard, guys. Holy balls, dude. <laughs> and I am a motivational speaker. Anger. Anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, beyond that. That's cold, dude. The Brill blow up doll. That is incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> It's have to get back on track. <laughs> You're a damaged goods lady. Right above it. Oh, uh, your name is. Say that again, Randy. We had a Schwarzenegger soundbite right over there. I said, stay safe and have a yeah. happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Matt, what I you got, you. man? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It sounded like somebody was going to say something. That's why I was like... Yeah, you were supposed to say something. I know I was supposed to say something. <laughs> so shut up! Apparently not. Shut I'm a cop, you idiot! You son of a bitch. You like discipline. Man, he's showing up like the Packers did on Sunday night. Oh my god. I swear. Listen, non-straight loss, non losses. You Listen. I expected the Niners to suck this year. What were you expecting? No. Yeah, exactly. Like I all right, Whitfield, just say happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your There you go. All right. 
Thanks for that insight. Look, from all of us uh, to all of you, we are the Sports Brew, and as always, we certainly enjoy you listening in, having a little fun with us. But uh, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Enjoy the games on Thursday, all the college football that's to come, as well as all the college basketball action, which, yes, we will talk about. Absolutely. But um, uh, safe travels. Enjoy the bird or the vegetarian or the tofu or whatever you got going on. But hopefully it's, oh, hey, McGuffin. Hopefully it's turkey and gravy, Yo. y'all. Cleveland, Cleveland State's going to knock out Kentucky tomorrow night. 29 and a half point underdogs. <laughs> yeah. They may Go cover. They're not covering. They, they, they ain't going to be They're Kentucky. pulling the upset. Yeah. That's a bad I would take. Shannon will be drunk all through freaking Thanksgiving. Well, they pulled the upset. I'm going straight. drinking tequila. <laughs> that happens. You heard it here first. If Cleveland State beats Kentucky tomorrow, I'm going to Trigan. Uh-oh. <laughs> Frank DC, get ready. Oh, my God. Who the Meet me. Great ass. <laughs> Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> Hey, where are the white women at? I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> it's an outrage. Yeah, it is, man. That's all, folks. When the police get the money. Don't get me, bro. That's the popos. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, man. Great day. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> you said bull. Actually, Mr. Double Fister. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, uh, other one. Okay, hold on a second. What, what are you talking about? This one? Oh, there you go. Shannon, Shannon says this is the walk-off. Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> who wants a mustache ride? <laughs> but they are who we thought they were. Oh, no! But, Mark... <laughs> You do need to practice. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. That's not the Allen Iverson rant I thought it was going to be. I know. I thought it was going to be. That boo. Meet me. I do like the the, the Roadrunner meet me. That's kind of fun. That is funny. Anyway. Anger. Oh, well. That's all right. All right. Well, Whitfield says happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) And he hopes you do not have IBS. <laughs> so, from all of us to all of you, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the games, and we will catch you on the flip side. With the Sports Brew, you can find us on, li- on uh, Live Tunes. <laughs> you can find us on Live Tunes. iSportsCaster.com. No, look. iTunes. LiveSportsCaster.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Live Tunes. I like Live Tunes. Uh, we're host with yeah, Pod Beans, Stitcher Radio, Brady Loves Funnel Cake, any, uh, any uh, Google, Sports, yeah, Spark Sports, Google Radio Play Store, Blitz. Radio Blitz. Yeah, look, keywords are sports and brew. I like live tunes, man. Live tunes. <laughs> live tunes, yeah. Like, Let's see if somebody's got yeah. That. Is there a live tunes? Is that an actual program? I kind of hope that it is. Where can I find you guys? Live tunes. I amp. <laughs> I mean, I, I, no, I don't know. Garbage. Wind tunes. <laughs> Wind tunes. Yeah. Windows. Yes. I, Windows iPlayer. There is a live tunes. There is yeah. A live, tunes. live concert reverb. What? Live concert stuff. Well, you probably won't find us on that. No. You can try. Just Google sports and brew. You'll find us. Uh, anyway, from all of us, all of you, happy Thanksgiving. We will catch you on the flip side. 
and uh, Todd will uh, do another gas up mashup for you at some point, man. Enjoy. And you got three boys. I'm sure you live with enough farts. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so on that note, we will catch y'all on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> Until, until the next time, friends, we're the Sports Brew. Late. Peace. <laughs> good, night. good night now. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> good time. Make sure you have plenty of uh, double ply toilet paper. Double ply. No single ply. No single ply. No single ply. You got the family over? Double ply. Double ply. If you got these set over, triple ply. (laughs) 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 He's pretty fly for triple ply. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm just going to type fly white. (laughs) That'll that'll get it. (laughs) Yeah, man. Triple fly for a white guy. Right? Triple fly for a white guy. That's so stupid. We got to (laughs) go. Baby. <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty much. Let's, Let's do it. All right, we're out. Good night. Peace out. Catch you on the flip side. Good night. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Happy Thanksgiving.